This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can, How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly, written and narrated by Becky Kaiser and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. You're listening to episode 37 of the In-Between Podcast, where you'll hear simple solutions for living an extraordinary life. My name is Daniel M. And I'm Christina M. I thought you were going to do the Frank Sinatra song. Oh, Love and Marriage? Yeah. Yeah, he does it so well. We were just listening to this before on YouTube, and I was like, man, I am not going to do him justice. So we uh, went with... uh, I don't know who sings R.E.S.P.C.T. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is, though, when I watched Married with Children, Uh when I was younger, it's... Yeah. It's not a good show. No, it's not a good show. I don't show. know why no. our parents was. There's a lot of things I'm like, I don't know if we parented, like yeah. people parented back in the day, like completely different. I was like, how are we allowed to watch those kind of shows? But I didn't realize that is, I mean, you know, as, as trashy of a show it was, it was a little classy because they got Frank Frank Sinatra starting Yeah, each that's about the highest class it went. And then it went downhill from there. Okay. Well, if you haven't got it so far, we're talking about love and respect today. Right, we're actually going to be talking about one of the greatest secrets to a successful marriage because we all need help. We do. And I feel like maybe when we were married for a couple of years, we're like, man, when we get past the quote unquote seven year itch, remember people would talk about that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything is good. Probably the first year is the hardest. And then by third to sixth year, it's like you're pretty good. And then the seven year itch happens. And I don't know what people said it was, but a lot of marriages broke up. Yeah. I guess and the seventh year was our it was. Most it was difficult. really, really difficult. And we can Which talk we should, about that yeah, at a different podcast. Should. Yes. But thankfully, we made it through that stronger than ever. The tendency is that like, okay, we made it through the toughest time and now it's sort of smooth sailing. Everything is just going to go fine and dandy and we might hit a few roadblocks, but we've made it through the hardest part so we can keep going. But what's happening? We've been married 13 years now. Mm-hmm. And... Is it 13? 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> We've been married 12 years now? Yes. <laughs> it's late. Yeah. I mean, friends. Unfortunately, there are some friends, a few of our friends who have gotten divorced mm-hmm. and parents, friends of parents, not our parents, but friends of our parents. Right. And, who've yeah. been married for like 25 plus years, yeah. maybe even 35 mm-hmm. plus years and have just decided this is not worth it anymore. Yeah. So... How do we come to that point? Yeah. And there's been a book that we've referenced. It's It's been around for a while, Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson Egerich. And we're going to be breaking that down over the course of a few episodes. So let's start with the crazy cycle. Mm, well, that's basically what it is. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if y'all have ever been on that tourney thing in the park where there's like a big, um, you get on and then someone kind of spins you and. And you just go round and round and round till you throw up. <laughs> yeah. One of those. Yeah. So that's what when we were reading the book, I'm like, I totally see that. Like you jump on and then it just starts spinning out of control and um, you don't know what to do. Yeah. So, I, like, I like calling it the death cycle. That, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, because it, really is, yeah. it really is really because you want to either kill the other person mm. or you want to jump off. 
um, and do something else yeah. or go somewhere else. So yeah, yeah it's so, good. So think about it like on, on, you know, if you're thinking of a circle, mm-hmm. think on the one side, love and the other side, respect, you know, top love and right. bottom respect or however you want to do it. And, and the whole idea is without a wife, if, if, a, if a wife doesn't feel loved, mm-hmm. then the way that she reacts is going to be without respect. Yes. But then if a husband doesn't feel respected, then he's not going to love. And it just goes around and around it goes. So negatively, mm-hmm. then both the husband and the wife are not either feeling loved or respected. But and, on the positive way, right. right? Positively, if a if a wife feels loved, then she is going to respect. And if the husband feels respected, then he is going to love. So that's why it's a cycle mm-hmm. and, and why it sometimes feels crazy because it's like, you know, is it the chicken or the egg? Who's supposed to go first? So this whole crazy cycle reminds me of a verse in Ephesians five thirty three, And it says, each one of you must love his wife. So obviously they're talking to husbands as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. So I think the problem lies in the fact that when a husband feels disrespected, um, it's it's hard to love his wife. Mm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, it, it does. I mean, for me, I anytime we get into a conflict, I usually kind of like a turtle. I'll go into my shell and You'll I won't shut really, down, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will shut down. Yeah. And, and if I don't feel respected, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to express myself and it takes me a little bit to, to get over that. So, and when I feel unloved or when a wife feels unloved, um, it's especially hard to respect you or respect her husband. So when you shut down, which we'll talk more about, because that's actually called stonewalling, according mm. to um, the person who wrote this book, it makes me feel even angrier and feel even more unloved. Like, why don't you want to talk to me about this? Why don't you want to sit and discuss this? Because I feel like if I get a fight in a fight with my girl, friend Mm. then it's like both of us want to sit down and to talk about it and to hash it out and we don't want to leave until it's figured out and we can say like oh I love you again and give a big hug and you know I'll call you tomorrow whereas with a husband um, especially one like you know you're saying that you hide back into your shell Mm -hmm. into your turtle shell it can be really misinterpreted as you don't care yeah Yeah. And I mean, when I feel disrespected, the last thing that I want to do is talk things through. (laughs) So it's just and that's why it's the crazy or the death cycle. So that's what the entire episode is about. (laughs) How do we. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How how do we get on it? How do we get out of it? Mm -hmm. Uh, What are you know, who makes the first move if you're on the death cycle? Some thoughts for wives, some thoughts for husbands. So you're in for a great episode. And this is maybe a tough one, too. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Because I know we've all been there. Yes. Right. And some of you might actually be here right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And can we encourage you to not listen to the podcast and start pointing fingers like, oh, yeah, my husband does this or yeah, my wife does this. Instead, can we agree to listen to this podcast and see like, what do I need to do to need to change or need to improve on so to speak yes to be able to bring more life and more love or more respect into this marriage yeah because the way that you get off and we're gonna get more into this is not Mm -hmm. by pointing fingers and saying no you don't it's more hey i am i apologize yeah or i feel like this precisely let's talk about it all right well christina how do we end up on this crazy cycle anyway then I think it's natural, (laughs) 
honestly. Human nature? Yeah, it is. Yes, our sinful nature. Exactly. Getting on the crazy cycle is just so easy. Um, I think that recognizing that you're on the crazy cycle and learning how to keep it from spinning out of control, like flying off of it, is a lot more difficult. Uh, A big question for, for me, and I know from talking to other friends, a big question for a wife is, does my husband love me as much as I love him? So every wife knows she loves her husband, but I think more times than not, we ask ourselves, does my husband really love me? So for example, we were talking about this beforehand, before pressing record, and Daniel was like, I don't even remember this. <laughs> Is that bad? So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and thankfully, I have long let it go, so I wasn't like, what? You don't remember? That was like my arch nemesis. Yes, <laughs> except, <a> <laughs> except, except when I was like, what is this example? I don't really understand. Right. You, you got just pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's natural. Yeah. <laughs> just passionate. Lots of exclamation yes, marks. You are very passionate. So, yes, I am. So, which isn't a bad thing. No. But yeah, let's, let's uh, play this for our audience here. <laughs> okay. So our example is about Tupperware lids. And I know right away, you're probably like, what? And exactly, that's what it is. It wasn't really about the issue of the Tupperware We're lids. This right now. But let's talk about what it is. Okay, so it's our first year of marriage. Both of us would take turns doing the dishes. Um, but whoever did the dishes would not put the dishes away. That was sort of our agreement. The other person would dry them and put them away. So every time I would do the dishes, we had lots of Tupperware because we would, you know, take our lunches to work and, you know, leftovers and whatnot. I would wash the Tupperware and wash the Tupperware lids and then leave them to dry. So Daniel would come along, put away all of the dishes and all of the Tupperware bottoms, but he would leave the lids out. Like he didn't tell me anything about putting them away later. It was just he would always leave them out. And I would always have to put them away. Yeah. So I would get so frustrated. Like, do you even care that this is the agreement? Like, why are you not putting the lids away? It takes one extra step. And I think that's really hard for me when you can take, not just you, even our kids or even myself, if I can take that one extra step to finish and complete something, I'll do it. Yeah. And and this morning after eating cereal, I put my bowl away i didn't just put in the sink 12 and, years and, later yes and I, I i initially put it in the sink and i was walking right. away and i was like one extra step i can do this yes. okay. i heard your voice Thank in my you. head well yeah there you go loud and clear so what happened is and we're talking about this beforehand it wasn't about the tupperware lids it was the fact that i thought if you loved me and if you really cherished me and appreciated what i did in this house then you would put away the Tupperware lids because that's the agreement. And it's just one extra step. So how did I respond? Because honestly, I don't remember this. <laughs> uh, you were like, you didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't because you were trying to hurt me. It wasn't because you were not um, appreciating me. What was the reason? Because they take extra time to dry? Yeah. They're still wet, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. But before that... You, it's not like you came out and been like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I, it wasn't that, it wasn't that I don't cherish you or love you. It's just I wanted them to dry. 
So in, in that moment, because I, I hear you, Christina, right now, and I, I, I still hear the passion. I know <laughs> I know you've forgiven me, yes, uh, which so. I'm very grateful for. But um, what I hear from you is that you just didn't feel loved in that moment. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. So when, when a wife does not feel loved, uh, I can even hear in your voice that, you know, the negativity starts and to the, rise and yeah and the and frustration the yeah that yeah exactly. and there's and there's complaining and there's criticism might even uh-huh. go up and you know which obviously there's that phrase you know the whole uh ball and chain now i've never called you a ball and chain mm-hmm. i've heard people call you know none of our current friends so don't worry if you, <laughs> i'm not <laughs> airing any secrets you. here I don't know. <laughs> and and even when i hear husbands say it it's not like a Oh, such a ball. It's more of a joke. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't even want to go there. Right. Thank right? you. But, I appreciate that. Yeah. But the reason that exists or mm-hmm. the reason the phrase, you know, the nagging wife exists or even in Proverbs, it talks about, uh, you know, a, a wife that complains is kind of like a dripping faucet. And, and there's just different illustrations mm-hmm. there. The reason that exists is because it's easy to to get there. You know, a lot of times when husbands feel that way, they're like, I can't believe she is like that. If she only changed her attitude, then I would without right. realizing that, hey, husbands, we're actually probably the reason they're acting that way. Mm-hmm. So do you ever question uh, my love for you? Like, do you, do you hear that about husbands or like, oh, yeah, my wife doesn't love me. Do you hear that? No, I, I don't think so. I don't do I don't you, think I've ever heard of that. No, I've never heard of that. Now, what I have heard from other guys as you've been talking to them or even like texting is like, uh, I know she loves me, but I don't think she likes me very yeah. much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have you heard that a lot? Yeah. Or she's mad at me or right. angry at me or, or, you know, I'm in the doghouse or this or that. But I don't really. I mean, I've never thought that you've never loved me. Have you or, thought I haven't liked you at times? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 yeah mm-hmm. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yes. <laughs> so why is that? Why why do guys don't question or not question their wife's love, but they question their wife if they like them? Yeah, and I wonder part of if part of that is because of the respect. Mm, what do you mean by that? Well, part of it is when when I feel like you dislike me, mm-hmm. right? I don't interpret that as you not loving me. Okay. I interpret that as disrespect. Oh, okay. Right. And and sometimes it's, well, how can she act that way? Uh, and, and it's not necessarily in my mind. I'm like, oh, I feel so disrespected. You know, cognitively, I don't think that. Mm-hmm. But I think emotionally, I feel that. Hmm. And I, I don't feel cherished. And I don't feel respected. And I don't feel valued in a sense. Kind of maybe even worthless maybe. Oh, at some Yeah, especially when you kind of look at me that way and... You have that tang in your voice, and <laughs> yeah. it's just like a the finger. Comes yes, out. it was just like a. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm scolding you like <laughs> yes, a child. kind of. Yeah, yeah, and there's that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain <laughs> it. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, ooh, I don't really know what to say right now. <laughs> I better step away. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like you've changed from that admiring, you know, starry-eyed, ever-approving woman that mm-hmm. you were when we were dating, mm-hmm. now to kind of like that uh, mean, angry old lady. <laughs> That doesn't approve you, approve of you because what? you've just like thrown the ball on their yard and uh-huh. uh, wants to y- hit you with her cane. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not you. Right. Hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically, when you're older and yes. have a cane. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully you never have but a cane. I will. <laughs> 
get a rubber one. <laughs> so in that moment, right, it's it's kind of it, husbands, we have to make a decision in that moment. Are we going to feed into that? Are we then going to react to that? Are we then going to feel like the victim? Or do we then actually respond and say, hey, OK, well, just just wait a second. Yes, I understand that I feel the way that I do. Mm-hmm. And yes, my wife has a part to play in that, but I actually also do as well. You have a part to play as well. Yeah. So yeah. even I remember this one time where where we were in the kitchen and and I was I, I don't know what I was I was washing the dishes or I was doing something putting the dishes away and and you were trying to open the curtains mm-hmm. like we were like you know a few feet away from each other opening the curtains and and the curtain rod fell on you. Yep. Hit me in the head. Yeah. Hit you in the head. And I I mean I don't I didn't like go to you and I was like oh. Baby, are you are you hurt? Because the curtain rod's like it's not heavy. Do you it's have like, a concussion? Do we yeah. need to take you no, to the hospital? No, it's like it's like a cheapo IKEA, really light, hollow curtain. And I'm like, well, metal. She's t- yeah, metal. metal curtain. Yes, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you've been working out a lot, and I'm like, yeah, you're strong. Apparently. You're you're a strong woman. So I don't. I was just. I think I was just like independent. Yeah, I was like, are you okay? You know, I no, or, no, you didn't even. <laughs> nope, you just washed those Tupperware lids. Yeah, and you got really angry at me. I did. Yeah, and it came out in a lot of different ways. It did. And then I felt upset that you were acting to me. that Cold, way. childish, probably. Right? Yes, yeah. we were both. And I was like, yes. it's just a curtain rod. And, and you were, but you were not feeling love. I wasn't. I and wasn't then feeling cared I wasn't for. feeling respected. Right. And I had to, I forget how we resolved it, but I, but I know there's a moment where I was like, okay, wait, what did I do? And I think that's one of the things that we need to understand anytime we're in conflict you always have to ask yourself, step step away and say, what did I do to contribute to this? Yeah. And that's why part of the first, you know, the way that we get on this cycle, part of it is you get on it because unaware, you know, unknowingly yeah. and in, in an unaware way. But one of the ways that you get off of it and begin to get off of it is just by aware, being aware that there is a cycle. Right. <laughs> So, Daniel, from your examples and what you were talking about before, it really sounds like there's a lot of miscommunication happening. Precisely. And in the book, Love and Respect, the author, Dr. Emerson, mentions that husbands and wives sometimes are it's almost like they're communicating in code. And the problem is they don't know how to instinctively decipher the messages that are in code okay. that they send to one another. And there's that popular, what what is that phrase? Men are from Mars. Mars and women are from yeah. Venus. And then the whole spaghetti and waffles. waffles and yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the whole idea. So, so what I say is not what you hear and what you think you heard is not what I meant at all. Mm-hmm. And I remember recently helping a friend in this and being like, Hey, just, just remember, okay. Just remember that you are always in control of the way that you react you are always in control with what you can now do next. Don't think of yourself as the victim, but actually see yourself as, okay, I've contributed to this. She's contributed to right. this. Just be the man and try to break the death cycle, mm-hmm. right? Deathlock. Right. So I love the example that Dr. Emerson uses um, in the book. And he says that men and women see the world with two different colored lenses on. Mm. So, for example, women um, have like pink colored lenses and and pink hearing aids. Okay, yeah. So everything that the guy says and does is deciphered with through those pink lenses and um, hearing aids. And so like that, but men, the husbands see it with blue lenses and blue hearing aids. Mm. So when the spirit of your wife 
you know, deflates. You kind of see her maybe draw back. Her eyes get big like saucers and you suddenly sense an issue. She's sending a code. (laughs) And I love how I've seen this even around like coffee or like, you know, talking to my friends. And the woman will be explaining the story of like a fight that her and her husband had. And then all the ladies are like, what? He said what? Like he did what? If he was my husband, I'd smack him and like kind of going off like that or like really taking the side of the woman because why? They're all interpreting what happened through their pink colored glasses and their pink colored hearing aids. So and when the wife sees the spirit of her husband deflate or he starts to get angry or won't talk and his behavior kind of seems childish, it's because he's hearing and seeing everything she does through his blue lenses and blue hearing aids. Mm, that's good. So have you ever been like, so you know how I was talking about how women get together and like, blah, 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 I can't believe I did this. Like, what do guys do? do? Do guys do that? Like, are they saying, I can't believe she said that? Or like, well, give me an idea of what happens in, in the man cave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'm sure they do. I, I really try not to do that. So <laughs> I, I don't man. know if it's because I'm scared of you or something like that, but <laughs> It'll get back to her. Maybe she's tapping my phone. (laughs) Always. My name is Siri. (laughs) No, but I mean, when I was dating and when I was in high school, we would do that as guys. Uh Yeah, we would, we would, you know, try to decipher what the girls were thinking and how to break the code and doing all that kind of stuff. But I really try not to gossip. I don't know. Sorry. Don't really have a good story there. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good man, Daniel Aaron. (laughs) And and part of that, I mean, when you think about it, even a recent example, right, where this happened, we were playing Rummy Q and, Mm -hmm. and we had listed, we had just bought a couch and we were trying to sell our couch and we had gotten a ton of offers on Facebook. Yes. Like a ton of offers, people just kept on hit, you know, ding, 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 mm-hmm. and, and then immediately in my mind, I was like, oh, the cost of the couch was too low. You know, I'm thinking supply and demand. I was right. like, oh, maybe we can make a little bit more money because maybe getting a few, you know, it's it's good to get. You don't want to get no response, right. but to get too many responses, probably that you priced it uh, low. Mm-hmm. So when I suggested while we were playing, I was like, yeah. oh, Christina, do you think maybe we should take it off and and relist it at a higher price? What? How did you respond? I was angry. Do you remember? And I was like, well, you do it then. And I like (laughs) slided my phone ever so gently (laughs) with a little toss to you. And he's like, go ahead, fix it. Yeah. And in my blue lenses, I'm like, hey, no, this is supply and demand. I mean, we're just we're trying to make more money on this couch and Mm -hmm. it's going to be all good. I didn't see it through your lenses. Right. Right. Because you saw it as being, oh, everything that you had just done was wrong. Yeah. And that, hey, Daniel, then why don't you just do all of it if you know better? Whereas in my mind and in my mind, that like that did not even come across in my brain. Like I didn't even for one moment think, oh, Christina is incompetent. She does not know how to price. I can't believe like that didn't even come across. Yeah, but that's all my I mind. was hearing. Yes, precisely. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the different colored lenses yes. and hearing yes, aids going on there. Starting to step on the crazy cycle. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. So Daniel, did you change the price? No, no. You know, you know that you know that movie Inside Out yep. where the guy where where they're having dinner and then Riley storms out or something because because the dad's like, oh, we're gonna put our foot down. I can't 
can't believe you said that. And, and then she went to her room and, and the dad's, you know, all of his emotions like, good job, team. Good job. We did a great job. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, it, it goes to the, the, the wife and she's like, I can't believe he did that. You know, and it's just completely different, right? right. Completely different. Right. So, so, so in my mind, I was like, oh, something's wrong. I don't really know what's wrong. <laughs> But I probably did something wrong right here. So <laughs> I just apologized. And you and I was like, I, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I, I don't we don't need to take it off. And I was trying to process it in the moment. Mm-hmm. How did you react when I apologized? Well, um, I feel like you were giving me permission and you were listening. You were like opening your arms, basically like, okay, tell me what I did. And I was able to continue and explain that I was hurt and felt like you were personally attacking me, that you were calling me dumb and like you're doing nothing right, like you were saying. And like, I know better than you. So I'm just going to stomp all over you. Yeah. And I, I've done that. <laughs> yep. Right. In the way when you've reacted that way in certain situations, I'm like, oh, great. This is awesome. Right. I could do whatever I sure. want. Yeah. But that was not a good night. Nope. 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 <laughs> so. Dr. Emerson talks, you know, he calls this stonewalling, right? And the more wives complain and criticize, the more husbands will actually withdraw and stonewall. And the sad thing is that the more husbands withdraw and stonewall, the more wives will attack, complain and criticize, Mm -hmm. which is why this is the crazy cycle. Right. So and y'all wives, we know why we do this, because we feel like if we can talk and continue to express how we feel or what we want from our husbands and um we think oh they'll finally get it Mm. and they'll finally change yeah but that's not that's communicating to them right disrespect when we're trying to really communicate hey i love you and uh, i want to fix this Mm -hmm. between each other but that's not what they're hearing or seeing yeah precisely now before we share how to get off of this crazy cycle oh there's a way to get off (laughs) yes we wanted to share that today's episode is brought to you in part by audible and for today's episode audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership so just go to audibletrial.com slash in between to get started So that means that y'all can get this book, Love and Respect, for free. It is a phenomenal book. And if you are hearing what we're saying, I mean, like, I see myself in this. I've done this many times. Then you need this book. Go to audibletrial.com slash inbetween to get started today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash inbetween. So... How do we get off this crazy oh, cycle? Please tell us. Because <laughs> even as we're talking about this, I'm like, man, yeah. <laughs> feeling yeah. the tension rise. So even when we think about that example at the kitchen table, mm-hmm. right, we need to just make, you know, we need to come to the decision. We need to make the decision first to know that this cycle exists yes. and to then give each other the benefit of the doubt. Right. So for me, uh, I have to believe that you you're not intending to be disrespectful. Now, now as much as I might feel that. Uh-huh. Right. I just need to give you the benefit of the doubt. I mean, honestly, for me, I, I grew up with three older sisters and, and I there was a lot that went on. And I don't need to. I mean, just think <laughs> three son. teenage girls oh, in a house and under just, the same. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right. Have so mercy. there's a lot that happened. There, yep. right, there's a lot that happened that happens in every household. And and one thing that I've learned as I went through that. And as I have now been married, we've now been married for 12 years is that for women, emotions are reality. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And even though, I mean, I did not intend for her to Christina to feel that way or to think that way. And I was not trying to undermine her Facebook marketplace skills in any way, because I was like, oh, you know, it's our shared bank account. Right. And, you know, wouldn't it be good to get an extra fifteen dollars? Right. And then we can and just, you know, that that was my my attitude. My intention was Mm -hmm. not there yet. The way you felt was I had to realize and I've come to terms that, hey, you're feeling something that is not true, in my opinion. Yes. But because you're feeling it, it's, it's reality. True for me. Yeah, it's true mm-hmm. for you. So mm-hmm. I need to give you the benefit of the doubt and be like, okay, as much as I feel disrespected, Christina probably is not intending uh, to actually be that way. So in the same way is that I need to give Daniel the benefit of the doubt that though he's coming across to me like he's unloving, that's not the case, that he does love me and that he wants the best for me and he wants the best for us. So and I know, Daniel, that even though in that moment where I felt like you thought I was dumb or you were better than me, that's not actually what you think and that's not actually what you portray on a daily basis which I'm really thankful for so it really helped me to be able to as you apologized not to fester on that not to come back and want to jab you while you're you know putting your cards out so to speak and not Mm. just swipe them all up of me being able to express how I felt and accept your apology Mm. and I feel like it's taken a long time for us to get to this point uh 11 and a half years i don't know yeah no it really is because i remember that there'd be days where we would be working through miscommunication right like you would apologize and be like i don't accept your apology actually Mm. yeah no because i wasn't giving you the benefit of the doubt that you love me and you're not trying to hurt me yeah so christina who goes first then right who makes the first move when you're trying to get off this crazy cycle you. <laughs> wow, that's easy. Well, no. <laughs> Thanks. <Okay. laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, maybe you because you are the more mature one. But actually, Dr. Emerson suggests that the one who sees himself or herself as the most mature wow. should make the first okay, move. Okay, that, that's genius. That sees themselves. <laughs> that sees themselves yes. as the most mature. That yes. is genius. Right. So I think everyone wants to wait for the other person, um, their spouse, to make the first move. But really, can we afford to wait passively for this to happen? No. No. I just feel like it's high school all yeah, over again. Right. I feel there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of quiet dinner times around the table, a lot of festering. Like we always talk about, don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be, it's just going to cause a lot more stress than, and really it comes down to, I think, pride at that point. Then. It is. It Are is. we just holding on to not saying the first word or not apologizing first because we're actually prideful? Yeah. And part of that is this mental checklist. And friends, if you if your marriage consists of this constant checklist of now I have the upper hand. Right. They apologize last. They messed up. Now I can ask to go on. I I can demand to go on this trip Mm -hmm. because they let me down there. And and if your marriage is consistently and that's how you see your marriage. Right. That is not healthy. That is such a. Uh, toxic. It <laughs> it's is. a toxic place it to so be is. because it's all about taking, taking, taking. Mm-hmm. It's this posture of scarcity when in fact, loving is about giving without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes for the same as respect. Yeah. So wives, 
I get it. I have heard this so many times with friends and people like talking to people or even seeing it on, you know, Facebook conversations and stuff. They're like, I I can't respect him. My husband is so-and-so. He's done this and that. I get it. I really, really get it. The world today tells us that we need to be strong, independent women. And we're told that respect is earned, not unconditionally given. Plus, We don't want to be hypocrites, right? Like who wants to respect someone who they don't feel like deserve respect? Yeah. So I love what Dr. Emerson uh, said about this. He said that we are not called to change everything or everyone. We are only called to be obedient and God will handle it from there. So 1 Peter 3.12 says, The eyes of the Lord are on those who do right and his ears are attentive to the prayer. So I think showing respectful behavior when we don't feel respectful is actually evidence of maturity and not being hypocritical. Yeah. And that's why I love what Dr. Emerson says that he who see he or she that sees himself or herself as the most mature is the one that needs to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and husbands, when you feel disrespected, I know sometimes uh, you feel, oh, but she can't treat me this way. I deserve better. And that's such a unhealthy place to be, because if you are a boss at work and other people report to you or if you have some level of influence outside of the home and there are other ladies who are respecting you. Maybe you're a secretary or a team member and, and you know, they have to respect you because you're the boss, <laughs> right? And, mm-hmm. and, and you feel really respected in those situations. I mean, that is a really dangerous place to be, right? right? You then begin idealizing and comparing. Fantasizing. And, yeah, which is why there's so many workplace affairs, affairs and why there's that stereotype of guys and their secretaries. Mm-hmm. going off doing the hanky panky on the side mm-hmm. right it's because of this whole love and respect cycle so husbands yeah i know that you're not designed by god to enjoy contempt mm-hmm. to enjoy arguing to enjoy bickering but god does call us to take the hit and in his extensive research dr john gottman concluded that it was very effective actually when a husband could embrace his wife's anger instead of walking away So as husbands, we need to remember that when our wives vent their feelings, uh, she believes that she's keeping the marriage healthy, right? That she's trying to make the relationship work more smoothly by by working through and communicating through what is happening. She's not trying to attack you personally, even though that's what it sounds like. And feels like. Right, it does. And I'm I'm saying this and I'm like, but that's how I feel, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? I really do. And I'm like, well, if things, if the marriage was really going well, we wouldn't have conflict. Or if conflict happens, we would just say, oh, I'm sorry. And that would be it because mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk through it. But we need to remember that, hey, her, her, she's just trying to work through it with you. So Dr. Emerson's suggestion to husbands is this. Instead of running from your wife, will you move toward her? Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. let her move toward you firing those venomous hurtful word darts Uh, and if you're ready (laughs) to take the hit and be ready to take the hit you can stop the craziness and after she vents realize that she's not attacking you she's just trying to work through this you can actually respond honey i love you i don't want this when you talk this way i know you're feeling unloved let's work on this i want to come across more lovingly i apologize for this and 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 i i hope that you would like to actually come across more respectfully as well so you are bringing that aspect up 
mm-hmm. right? Especially because you've likely talked about love and respect. Uh, and and maybe your you husband or you wife are listening to this podcast yourself. Maybe ask your husband, uh, your, you know, your spouse to listen to it as well mm-hmm. and talk about it so that you can share that common language of love and respect. Right. So I love, I mean, we honestly can talk about this forever and ever. And that's why we're actually going to do part two. We'll come up in a few weeks. So we'll continue the conversation next time about how to get on the energizing cycle. So we are off the crazy cycle. We're getting on the energy, (laughs) energizing cycle. And these are key factors to help you stay off of the crazy cycle and continue to love and respect one another. That's good. So until then, y'all, we're going to give you a little bit of homework. Yeah. Number one, read the book yes. <laughs> uh, or listen to it. I right. mean, the great thing about Audible is we actually share an account. Mm-hmm. So when we buy a book, we can actually both listen to it. Yes. And to support our podcast, uh, be sure to use the link audibletrial.com slash in between because it does help us uh, if you sign up that way as well. Right. So girls, ladies, so this is your homework until we get to the second episode, part two. All right, here you go. I want you to try to say this next time you and your husband are in a fight. You ready? You might have to pause and get a pen and paper right now. <laughs> and we'll put this in the show notes. Yes. We'll put this script, this one for the wives and the husbands yes. in the show notes. So Good idea. in between.org slash episode 37. So imagine yourselves right now in the thick of it. Um, like you're arguing, you feel like you're talking a lot and screaming and you see your husband start to withdraw like turtle shell. This is what I want you to say. You know, that really felt unloving. Um, did I come across as disrespectful? If so, I am sorry. How can I come across more respectfully? Hmm. Would that be good? That would surely discharge the situation. Yes, yes. right? <laughs> yeah, yep. that'd be good. Okay, so Christina, you remember that. That's your homework too. Okay, I will do. I will write it on my hand so it's good and ready. Yeah. All right, and men, uh, homework for you as well. Next time you do get into a fight with your wife, respond. Try responding this way. Hey, hey, that felt disrespectful. Did I come across as unloving? Once again, you're. you're that's the first step, right? The mm-hmm. first step is just reminding each other that there is this crazy cycle right that it exists so say that felt disrespectful did i come across as unloving if so i'm sorry how can i come across more lovingly just see how that'll actually diffuse the entire situation no oh, i can just imagine like you know that emoji with like the heart eyes <laughs> like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's talk about this. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thanks again for listening in to this episode. Uh, I hope you can connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. At In Between Show is our handle. If you haven't yet left us a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate that. But next week, Christina, we actually have an interview. Yes, we had the awesome privilege of interviewing Sue Groner. And not Groner. Yes, not French. Not French. We, we, it's pretty fun. We yeah, do talk we, about that we actually we had to clarify that because we do, like, we grew up speaking a little bit of French. Yeah, which is why it's La Croix, not La Croix. Oh, I can't. This, yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> podcast of everything that people say that's wrong here. But, anyways, okay. So, she is going to be talking about the five forbidden phrases in parenting. Oh, it's so Y'all, good. it was so good. It was so, so eye opening. And good. since then, we have been using some of her techniques yeah. and her ideas, and it, 
mind blown. Yeah. Life changing. It's been great. Especially if you said, go to your room. (laughs) Right. Or, wow, that's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. It's good. So thanks again for listening in. Please tell a friend about this podcast. We are so, so, so encouraged. Uh, By the way, every single month, there are more and more downloads. We are so humbled by the response and by the way that this podcast has been growing. So we'd appreciate it uh, if you can tell a friend about it and yeah, help someone else install the podcast app on their phone Mm -hmm. and let's continue to grow podcast listening. (laughs) See you next week.